Man takes a drink. The drink takes a drink. And then the drink takes a man. Medicine. Medicine is what it is. Horrified cure. The mind is a black This is the eraser. Hello everyone and welcome to Ah Yeah Real Funny, a podcast about movies and other things by two guys who love movies and other things. I am your host, Niall Edwards, and I am joined, as always, by the other host of the show, Jack the Snack, bringing sexy back Antropus. <laughs> Amen. That's me. <laughs> I think, is that the best intro you've ever received I think received it is. That's the best anyone. way I've ever been introduced anywhere well, to it's anyone. It's true. I mean, but that yeah. could change in between now and this episode coming True. out. But we're recording a fair <laughs> bit in advance. Yeah. And that's always scary. Should we make some bold predictions about what's going to happen between now and like two weeks time? I don't know. I don't know what, what can happen. I think America's going to explode. Yeah, that's possible. And so no more movies. Oh. This could be the last episode. We could both like die in a car crash. We could. Between, and it will just never get, well, why would it be mentioned by <laughs> us on a podcast? Do you reckon they have podcasts in the afterlife? Sure, yeah. That's a question what, what that could have been answered by the movie that we watched this week. Kind True. Of. Yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah, it could. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hit us with it? So we watched Doctor Sleep, of course, if you watched uh, last week's episode. And so... We did The Shining last week. Yeah, and you loved it. I loved which it. Which I was very relieved to hear. And it's only gone up, I think, the more I've thought about it. It is one of those films um and and yeah and so i love dr sleep as well and you were aware of this going in and i when it came out i watched it twice opening weekend on both days and loved it and like a true psycho yeah like but, a like the true twisted mind <laughs> of the joker i'm trying to get one out every episode and i just thought i'd get it early this week just wait till we watch the joker we just, will as well that sequel's coming out oh my this god oh, yeah no i think it's next year but i for, i genuinely forgot about it yeah but yeah well what we'll have to do is watch joker a week before and then review that i feel like we've been hearing about that forever i agree uh yeah but are you sure it's not this year? I think it's I might next check, year. Because I think you might be wrong. I might be wrong. I don't know. Hang on. We'll just pause for a second <laughs> whilst I Google. Because I, I, maybe I'm wrong. But it just feels like we've been hearing about it for like since the first one came out. No, I, I agree. It does. It feels like it should be this year. But I feel but like I are, recently saw 2024. Yeah. And they are still shooting yeah. at the moment. But it also, again, feels like they've been shooting for like a yeah. year and a half. It's October next year. Damn. Oh, we're gonna have so much Twitter discourse about it, <laughs> yeah. like the first one. I'm truly, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just not. We might not make it that far. Nah, let's just watch it today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, it's also worth mentioning that when Doctor Sleep came out, I had been. I realized I was probably 13, 14 when I watched The Shining, and I believe Doctor Sleep came out in 2019. Yeah. And so I'd been a bit of a Shining fanboy for a while by that point, and um, I'd kind of started to figure out, ah, oh, I want to make these films and shit as well. And had you read the book Doctor Sleep no. between, or heard any of the plot or anything? No, I didn't know anything actually. Right. I really knew nothing except Hugh McGregor was playing. I didn't even know he was playing Danny until last minute. 
Um, right. See, I didn't know until we watched the film, even yeah. though I think you mentioned it when we I think talked I about it. I probably mentioned it, yeah. I think you said the name of the character that he was yeah, playing. I just didn't probably. put it together. But, um, yeah, and yeah, I think it's great. I think it's one of the best sequels to a film, and and this had an impossible task. There's no way to do it, especially when you consider this is adapting the book and and being a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's Shining, which is not the book, very yeah, much not. Yeah. And Doctor Steve's a sequel to The Shining, but so it's a whole roller coaster, and Stephen King's involved in everything. But the man, the myth, the legend of Mike Flanagan, who I have praised to you a lot, yeah. off uh, off Mike, because he, I think he is my favorite modern filmmaker, if not my favorite horror modern filmmaker, um, for for definite, because I love everything he's done, and I think. He smashed this out of the park, and I know for for the main reason of that, the poster's yellow, which we yeah, spoke about recently. About. It's the reason why the font for this uh, <laughs> podcast is yellow. Yeah. The original draft had the background yellow, but it mm. didn't quite work. But we're going with that red and yellow yeah. look. It's a bit Pulp Fiction, a bit Taxi mm. Driver. There's some red and yellow shining yeah. posters. Yeah. Um, the one on Letterbox is a big fat yellow. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. Um, and so is Doctor Sleep. And you've built up your reaction to this because I think you knew how much I loved both of them. Yeah. And but throughout The Shining, you made reactions, positive reactions throughout. And Doctor Sleep, there was absolutely nothing. Yeah, I and... knew very early on that whichever way I fell on this, I didn't want you to know until we yeah. recorded. And it's also worth mentioning that, like, we were fucking shattered yeah. by the end of it. Um, we watched it two days ago. We were going to record straight after, but yeah. we were just both a little, like, it was like 11 p.m. and I needed mm-hmm. to go to bed. Yeah. And I also wanted to sit on the film and think about yeah. it for a little bit. And then we were in each other's company all day yesterday mm. as well and just couldn't talk about yeah. it. And I really wanted to. I was like, we got to save it. Yeah. And um, so... I think you just got to put it out there now, man. Come on. What <laughs> What I, are you thinking? I fucking hated almost oh, every second of it. No. And I don't want this. I'm nervous because I okay. don't want this episode to be us two just yelling at each but, other and disagreeing. Oh, no, you've made the wrong decision. <laughs> what do you mean decision? <laughs> just of your opinion. You've, I you've done the wrong thing. Genuinely from second one. Like, before the Warner Brothers logo had disappeared, I thought, like, oh, I think I'm going to hate this film. Because it starts playing that original Shining music, Mm. but this, like, modernized, big, loud version of it. And I was like, oh, I'm not That's at the end. Nah, it's that not over the Warner Brothers logo. No, it's the original on the Warner Brothers logo. Oh, is it the the original? At the end. Oh, but still bringing that in first thing, I was like, oh, it's cashing in on the legacy, which I didn't hate, Mm. but I kind of got a red flag from it and then there's this shit opening scene with the hat woman whose name i've immediately forgotten and she's talking to the kid and she is this and all of the that like group it throughout the whole film of this like cartoonish villain like weird hippie group that i really hated that i just thought the performances were bad and i thought but okay but before i go into all that (laughs) i want to say i like some of what this film does Okay. I really like Ewan McGregor's performance and mm-hmm. his characterization. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Damn. 
I don't know. I don't know I how this, this is going to go. This is like more divisive than what BVS would be like. Yeah. Like, because I, I am the polar opposite. I think kind of, okay. So I guess the big thing that you've slightly touched on is the, the fan service of it supposedly like it's relation to that stanley kubrick movie and i understand why that's a big criticism of it but that is like that's very low down on my list of things i don't like about it there's that i could if this was a different movie that Mm. had those elements especially that bit like that whole kind of end bit in the original hotel Mm -hmm. i i could i could see past it and it could work but i just think this film takes what i loved about the shining Mm -hmm. And completely sort of, I want to say fictionalizes it. And it's Mm. not like that original film is a documentary. Yeah. But it feels like it it could be real. It feels very Mm -hmm. grounded. And it Mm. feels, it's got this really uncomfortable vibe because it's so within the realms of reality Mm -hmm. that seeing this kind of terrifying kind of unsettling thing unfold is really good and really works and I don't know much about the original book Mm -hmm. and from what I gathered while watching this that original book is a lot closer to this film yes yeah and I think I would hate the book because (laughs) turning it into this like Anakin Skywalker midichlorians he's got the biggest force and it's this real like superpower thing like if it was this kind of I like because you can look at The Shining and see it as like ah this is this form of addiction Mm. or this kind of maybe childhood trauma has Mm. turned both of these people Jack and Danny into this kind of weird weird mess that's just in each other's lives and have this weird kind of connection in that way, but that's very different. And turning it into this thing that is unexplainable within what real life is, and having like having the fucking them sucking the smoke out of the people they kill and their eyes glowing. Mm. Their eyes glowing really annoyed me because I okay. thought it looked shit, and I was like, this ruins okay. any attachment I might have had to this film. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna defend this till I yeah. die. Like I'm okay. gonna defend the shit out of this movie because I I and I think I might strap be, yourself in, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which all 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 things to say, I, I love you, man. No yeah, matter yeah. what I say, we're, we're good friends. Next, I dare next... say we're best friends, and this yeah, isn't yeah. gonna change anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll I'll go into the fan service, which even though you said it was quite low on your. Uh, dislikings and I um, yeah I do want to talk about it as well so yeah. this we'll, we'll get into that now yeah I think this is the perfect way to do fan service I I mean because like yeah we have we start off with that classic theme and yeah you, you don't need it but then you get into the the actual opening uh, not with Rose the Hat with the flashback to, to Danny that is right I mean this is coming out almost might have been 40 years after or or just before 40 years later like yeah yeah a like bit of context for yeah. new audiences and also a bit of a refresher and to allow continuity for later for the final act and and everything and it lets us into a window into where Danny's at after the shining and with that opening of a, like a flashback to room 237 and i think that works because new audiences are going to gather enough from that without watching the shining to understand and it it just it paces it out better in my opinion like yeah 
this is what Danny's struggling with. This is the effect it's had on him afterwards. And then um, we don't get uh, much of it until then, the final act, mm-hmm. I think. Like, we, we have that with the... By the way, I think the actors for Wendy and Danny and, and young Danny in this film do a really good job for Wendy in particular. I, I think- thought young Danny was shit. There was a moment where we first see... Wendy, and I don't want to pick on a kid. Like, yeah, he's a yeah. kid. But he doesn't look anything mm-hmm. like... And part of me is like, well, it's a different film and it's made 40 years yeah. later. Should I judge it of how it looks compared to that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's doing that. Yeah, And it's I it's mean, refilming shots of an iconic film from one of the best directors mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And it looks, to me, shit. Like, it you looks see, like think, SNL doing The Shining. I think I, I liked it. I appreciate it. it. To me, it felt like an extra level of care to keep continuity because otherwise you're flashing back to a different actor. Yeah. And... I think the film needs those scenes of Danny after The Shining when he's still younger. Otherwise, we don't fully... It helps us get invested and understand the effects it really had on him. And that leads to where he's at when we meet him as Ewan McGregor. And I think, yeah, it just allows... And it allows for that, in my opinion, awesome ending where he sees Wendy again as well. And it de- having that stuff definitely does work narratively. Yeah, I'll say. And, and I think... I'll pay it that. <laughs> And then I think kind of after the, the setup, it's its own film. And I love that as its own thing. I think I think Abra, the actress for Abra, Kylie Curran, I think her name is, is possibly like the best child actress I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. She was fucking incredible. And I loved her. Like she, I loved her character. I loved her performance. And she's probably the best thing about the film to me. I think she's really great. It's her and Ewan McGregor are like yeah. carrying this film for me. Yeah, you see, which I is good because think... they're the two leads, really. Yeah, yeah. So you need that. Um, and I do love that connection they have to each other. And I mean, I guess in like keeping on the fan service actually before moving on, like then it's its own film, builds up its own story with adult Danny and Abra and the True Knot. And then it's like, okay, you're invested. Yeah, well, you should be. You're invested. Uh, yeah, I was about you to say. You care about these events. Now, here's all this cool shit that you remember that links back to Danny and still works narratively, in my opinion. And you get a bit of extra fun out of it being a Shining fan as well. And yeah, I love it. And it changes enough for me. like, Because yeah, it's like he's wearing the same clothes, but blue. He's got the limp again. He's got the axe. We see all the old creatures, the great party, isn't it? Reference again after being referenced earlier. And it is fan service, but it's how I think it does it right. It's payoff to a relatively slow film because I understand if you'd say you didn't think anything happened for like the first half hour. Because it doesn't really. It's it not is even set that that's really my pro- I'll, I'll, I'll keep to the fan service bit whilst we're talking about it. I think it, it works at first. Them mm-hmm. going back to the hotel, it feels like ham-fisted to mm-hmm. get them back there, to have a reason to go back there, but it works. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's what you're committing to, yeah. fine. I have no problems with mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, when he falls down the stairs in the exact same yeah. way, when he's got the axe, when he's doing the same limp, mm-hmm. that that's all shit. They fucking bring out this Craigslist Jack Nicholson <laughs> impersonator, and I, he sucks. Y- you see... I'm not the biggest fan, but it's a case for me. Also, as a Mike Flanagan fan, like one of his regular like casts, because he worked with a lot of the same people, um, and so that was a bit of fun for me. And also, I think he did a good enough job. Like, I mean, 
uh, I, I remember one of my favorite things about the behind the scenes. Mike Flanagan called him up and was like, "If you're down, I'll ruin your hairline for you to play Jack Nicholson in in our new See, movie." I did. Um, I don't think I've seen him in anything before. And watching mm. him in this, I genuinely assumed he was like a Jack Nicholson impersonator that goes to like office no. Christmas parties and no, shit. Because no. I thought he, I no, thought he he's a, he's sucked, a great dude. actor, and I I think he did a good enough job as. Jack Torrance, but also he's not really playing Jack Torrance. He's visually Jack Torrance. He's but playing he's Lloyd, Lloyd yeah. as well. And and I guess that kind of uh, takes me into. But then, so if but if he's playing Lloyd, and the insinuation is that the because to me that reads as what it's trying to say is this. I don't know because then who's Lloyd in so the first film? Because you that's see what Jack. I was gonna say, oh, like yeah. it, it takes me into my next thing with how I think. It leaves The Shining alone. Like, as much as it's a sequel and it has all this fan shit. I feel shit, like it doesn't. I feel like it does. Because, yeah, you have that, but you're not explicitly told what that means. Like, maybe Lloyd was Jack's father in the previous film. But also, this is a completely different context to that. Danny's not losing his mind. The hotel is trying to twist him. But... Yeah, that's true. It, it is clearly personal to each individual. Like, Jack in the bathroom with... Grady and 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 talking yeah, to him. Like, I see that to clearly. Be fair. That does work. And and I thought it's a great emotional moment as well because we have that set up earlier on of Dan at um, when he's made it. Um, I don't remember how long, but uh, being sober and he dedicates it to his father. Then we get that payoff of and yeah, like like I said, it is fan servicey, but I think it works narratively and and for the characters and yeah. See, I just feel like my my big issue with the entire film is that it can say that it's not a sequel to The Shining as much as Mm -hmm. it wants, but it is. Realistically, it is. It's fucking recreating scenes from it Mm. to do a sequel to it. Mm -hmm. And it's taking what is maybe one of... And I've only recently seen The Shining, Mm -hmm. but it's taken what is maybe one of the best like stories in a movie Mm -hmm. and one of the best sort of movies that makes you think about mm-hmm. what it's saying yeah. and really interpret it and it tries to like it it, it see, tries think, to interpret it in a way that fucking sucks see, to I, me i i again i just disagree because i think i think what it does do in relation to the shiny is expand like the story beats set up like in terms of the shining ability this this would make more sense to be called the shining because of how much it has to do with yeah. the shining like I think the word think shining leaves... is said like three times yeah. in the shining <laughs> yeah, and it's like a hundred in this. And, and yeah, it is, it is very different because it is almost like a superpower in this film, but I think that works because Dick says it. Like I hate and that. This is, this is a small like amount of the true nut are antagonists. They're different, but Abra and Danny are very rare cases of people who can use it. That's why the true nut are fucking starving because as Dick says in the original, like no one anyone who does have it really doesn't know hence why the old people also have a bit of steam because most people mm-hmm. have a little bit and i think that's also just a really nice like emotional touch from from the writing of the first film and that carries over into this one but um yeah and i, don't know, I guess mentioning the true not you you said you hated the villains 
I yeah. think they were some of my favorite villains for the past few years. You, you reckon? In in particular in horror, because for me, I think Rebecca Ferguson is fucking phenomenal. And I've seen her in other stuff, and she is great. I think she fucking sucks in I this. Don't. These fucking they are animals, and they they're Looney Tunes characters. Nah, that 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 fucking baseball boy scene. Which traumatized them on set, by the way. Like, they fucking hated it because of how effective Jacob Tremblay was. I believe that's the kid's name. Yeah. Um, I was looking at it because I feel like I've seen him in He was something. in The Predator. Like, his name uh, rings a bell to yeah. me, but I don't think I've seen anything. He's. I looked through. It's. I know his name from somewhere. He was in The Predator. Is which, he a YouTuber? I don't think so. Wait. Uh, I think he might have the same birthday as me. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I think I've been on like famous birthdays and seen mm. that name come up. So I think we share a birthday. So this is the best film ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think how they kind of devour the steam, they they kind of like they are very animalistic and I think that makes them intimidating. And like, I think Rebecca Ferguson particularly does a phenomenal job at, um, at leading them. And I think... Like, their motivations, they're not out to hurt people. This is how they live. This is their survival. They will die without steam. And I think explaining it, like, with, like, everything set up in The Shining, we see it in a confined space. We see it with, like, three people. The Shining and The Overlook. Like, a very small glimpse into this world that I think enough is set up in that one to allow space for a film like this that is out in the wider world. And I fucking dig it. Um, and I think one of the things I also love about this film, and this is a real pattern in Flanagan's work and why he is one of the best, in my opinion. And he is so much less interested in the ghost jump scares and stuff. He is interested in what is scary in everyday life and he makes that scary he makes and that's what works about this film that's what works about all of his other work to me and and again i think he just incorporates it well in a story that follows on from the shining so well and it, for me i just think everything about it works really well and it doesn't hold the candle to the shining of course but you can't and if they try to make a more direct sequel it doesn't work. There is no yeah. feasible way for it to work. And that shouldn't exist. Exactly. Um, and that's why I think it's smart that they did go down this route. And and yeah, I I really like it, man. And I still do. And I think I, I did have a different feeling watching it. And I think you passed on a bit of your negative energy to me right. when you were watching it. But um, I'm sorry for no, that, like no. wholeheartedly, <laughs> genuinely. But um, I think, first of all, the fact that we were shattered didn't help. But also... I genuinely, I don't know if watching it back to back is the way to go. I think, yeah. I think it's a thing where you I need like a week. I think that whilst we were watching it as well, I was like, yeah. I feel, because I, I, just whilst you were talking, then I think I've pinpointed why I maybe feel like a hatred yeah. towards this film. And it's, it's because like The Shining is distilled into mm -hmm. one movie. Yeah. The kind of movie that I love. Yeah. The kind of film that I love. And this mm -hmm. really like open to interpretation, character study. Yeah. The touches on like and, and really goes deep mm -hmm. into things like again childhood trauma and yeah. addiction and alcoholism and i find that super interesting and watching a director and a writer and a cast and a crew and and, a, and a, everyone yeah, yeah. convey that is i think it's really talented to make a film mm -hmm. like that and i think this film is while i still maintain that 
it's a sequel to The Shining. Yeah. It is a different type of film. Yes. And that's just a type of film that I don't like. Like, if The Shining mm-hmm. never existed and I watched this film, mm-hmm. I still don't think I'd enjoy it because mm-hmm. this is just a type of film that yeah. I don't like that much because yeah. I think it's really shallow. It doesn't really say anything to me. Mm. And I... Well, that's not true because one thing I did want to talk about is how much I loved uh, Ewan McGregor as Danny in yeah. this because I think that arc he goes on is really, really good. That scene yeah. at the end when he's at the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and he's saying, all my dad wanted was yeah. to stand here now. I thought that was great. That, that I really the loved of that. It. That is obviously carried over from Jack yeah. Torrance in the original. And again, because it's, it's a big theme in the film about just alcoholism and, and you see true consequences to that. And that, this is what I mean about Flanagan's approach to horror. Like, Dan is like unquestionably the reason for a child's death in the opening. Yeah. Like brutal shit. And I think that's why it's such a good arc. And I'm glad you like that as well, because I, I do think it works so well. And I think it is the heart of the film. And I think you McGregor carries it phenomenally. And, and yeah. I, yeah, I do really like that. Um, His friend is great. I've forgotten what his name is. But his friend that he kind of meets at the little mm. village and then takes him to the AA meeting. Yeah. I, he's great. Him mm. just coming along with it and being like, yeah. I don't know whether I hope you're right or yeah. not. I think that's great. There's a lot in it that I think is good. Yeah. I just think as a whole, I don't know, it, I, I it think... turns it into this kind of supernatural thing that The Shining was. Yeah. But it, that, that was used as a metaphor yeah. for you know, these whole other things and a mm-hmm. world of things that are super interesting to talk about. And I think this film is trying to use it as a metaphor, yeah. but it's not It's not about that metaphor. It's got this plot and it's like putting the metaphor almost, you know, buried within that bit, this real muddy way because it's trying to mm. serve the plot first. Yeah. And if that's the kind of film you make, and fair enough, more power to you. But at that point, it's just, it doesn't have my interest. Mm. And it's, it's a me thing. It's not you, it's me. Yeah, this is a common trend, you know, with, with like, nope as well. Just the issue being you. <laughs> well, <laughs> like... So, actually, I've been thinking a lot about nope lately, especially <laughs> since watching this. Mm. And especially since watching There Will Be Blood. Mm. And nope is a film we have to talk about really soon. Because yeah. I figured it out. And it's not a me problem. It is a Jordan Peele problem. Oh, Oh, I am ready because I love Jordan Peele. I love Key and Peele. I love Get Out. I haven't seen Us, but I got to watch it at some point. I'll bring that. Some Should we do just we'll do those the Jordan Peele trilogy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a P- oh, what can we call it? Peele elegy. A, a Peelic display of affection. <laughs> uh, we're we're Peelophiles. <laughs> we'll call it the Peelophilia. Should we? Should we do that? Should we call it that? We definitely shouldn't. I think we will, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe if The Simpsons did a parody of this one as well, I'd be into it. What What I'm going to say is give it, give it a few months, come back, and borrow my director's cut, because that is also structurally more similar to The Shining. I it's don't still... want that, I don't think. I'm go- Okay, then I'll do it for this. <laughs> okay. I don't ever want to watch this film again. <laughs> See, I... I really love it, man. I really love it. I think, I think it balances the fan service and the genuine, like, emotional beats so well. I think having Abra come along as like almost serving the role that Danny did in the original, but more mature yeah. and, and more on her shoulders. And 
No, I, she's incredible, and I haven't seen her in anything. Her dad's great in it as well. He got it, a couple laughs from me. Yeah, that that's like that was a rough moment though, seeing him die. Yeah, end, that like, genuinely got me. The the one thing that I actively don't particularly like is the shootout scene because for me that oh, my blood started to boil. <laughs> I was like, this is so opposite to what The Shining yeah, set out to be and what this was, story should be. See, because for me it was like okay. It's just very out of character on both parts, especially yeah. following the baseball scene and what his friend kind of says during that. And I think if that's the only way to do it, then have a conversation about it. And that is like, and this is going to sound so pretentious, <laughs> but that's the problem I have with a lot of like superhero films and mm-hmm. action films is that conflict is resolved through like violence yeah. and it's like if you if you I, but i don't but again that's what those films are built on and i don't yeah, want to slag it off the, i mean i think that, in but there's so many like, examples where this conflict can be settled by mm. if i can talk about it if yeah. i can try it yeah. then if it goes to a gunfight fine you, you know what you, you've ju- you've just done you've almost just fell into a peter capaldi doctor who speech yeah. where he says where he does that whole speech about fucking how you always come back to just having to talk about it. Yeah, it, it, sit down and yeah. talk. I did that that monologue because it's from the Zygon episode. Yeah, yeah. I did that monologue in a completely unrelated drama thing we had to do in high school. I'd watched that episode a couple nights before. It is incredible. And it was this whole different scene. And I was just mm. like, I like this monologue. I'm just going to do this monologue yeah. in this scene. Because <laughs> that episode aired on my birthday. Mm. Also Jacob Tremblay's birthday. <laughs> Maybe. That, I was looking for my phone interesting... to Google that. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> that would be an interesting Doctor Who 2 part to do, because that's quite a divisive story, I believe. Yeah. Um, I Really? Yeah. I really like it. Because it's basically a sequel to Day of the Doctor. I yeah. Think it is quite divisive. But It's Doctor Sleep to Day of the Doctor's <laughs> yeah. The Shining. But I I, I like that 2 part as well. I watched it recently. I thought I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I've properly lost my phone. <laughs> Uh, do we have anything else to say on Doctor Sleep, or are we scared we're just going to yell at each other more? I, know, I am I feel a little like, bit scared. I feel like I have more to say, but I can't think of how to verbalise it. I feel like you have more to say, but you can't think And I, I also don't want to be rude, because I know you like this movie and it means a lot to you. And I looked at the letterbox reviews for it as well. Mostly positive. Yeah. People seem to like it, and I don't know what's wrong with them all. <laughs> I think there was a bit of kind of question about it, because it's a sequel to the shot, and it's marketed on that as well. Oh, yeah. Um, the poster's like nearly the yeah, same. Like, which I, I, you can't blame because if you just say Doctor Sleep, you're not going to think oh, of that. Yeah. And being the phenomenon that The Shining is, you've got to capitalize on it. And that's what I think it does so well. I think it, I think it does everything well. I think the characters are all written so well and acted so well. The acting is really good. I think it's one of those films where you notice like. I don't see the actors here. I see the characters. I see the actors with that like really? hippie group. What no, are they I called? What's that group? The called? True Knot. The True Knot. I really like hated see, almost every apart from what is it like Crow Daddy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. It weird is a weird naming name. convention they have for these characters. He, I thought he you was. See, really that, good. That's one of those moments where I'm like, yeah, this is a Stephen King novel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that I could like feel Stephen yeah. King leering at me yeah. whilst watching this. Who I've been looking at his Twitter. Today because mm. as of today, all like the celebrities and that have lost oh, their verification yeah, and that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he famously like hates Elon Musk and everything. And mm. Elon Musk is like paying for his verification thing and he's hating it. And I, I kind of love it. I hate Elon. Yeah. And I quite, I don't know if I like Stephen King. I don't know. I don't but know. But I like, like Stephen King's Twitter. I read like most of it 
and it was pretty good. Um, I read a bit of The Shining, but like I just haven't been able to get back into reading properly. I, haven't I read might go in on The Shining through. book and see where I land on it, because mm. that could explain my thoughts on it. And maybe I'll like this film more mm. if I read... I just I, I I think what The Shining does so well and what because Kubrick wrote The Shining as well yeah, like yeah. the the screenplay yeah, yeah and I think what he did with it is mm-hmm. take this middling story mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah. I just felt Stephen King <laughs> leer at me again <laughs> but take what I think could maybe be a middling story if it mm. is this kind of supernaturally focused thing yeah and turn it into this like really quite beautiful but mm. also very intense yeah. and very I think important film, and that's, mm. The Shining feels like an important film because of yeah, what it's it does, saying yeah. and the way it explores things. And I think leaving it open to interpretation of being like, well, could this all be delusions? Could mm-hmm. this be things of these people are like even Wendy at the end when she starts seeing the yeah. ghosts? It's when she's going through like a fucking traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I don't know taking that and turning it into something that is saying in this world ghosts are real mm. and these people's eyes glow when they like suck out the souls of mm. whatever and i just the, the energy thing i didn't like mm. i think it's all really i think it's i think it's poorly made then i i guess i think or poorly written it looks quite I, good I think, apart from when they recreate kubrick stuff i i guess i think it feels like your main problem with it is the fact that it's a sequel to the shining and like that it's yeah like that, but that again feels like even it if is. it wasn't i would still hate it because it's or maybe not hate no, it but it's just that kind of film i don't like maybe cuz you keep going back to how like it touches the meaning of the shining which i just that's what i appreciate about it cuz mike flanagan speaks so much in the interviews as well about how precious that film is and he very clearly understands the meanings of it and i think that's why it carries on so well in this film, like you still get a story about alcoholism with Dan told in a slightly different way, a story about self-sacrifice and a story about loss and and loss of yourself in a way and regaining that and so many things and that Dan learns through Abra to to help to help people and I think it's I think it's well written I think it's well directed I think it's a really great looking movie I think. The villains are great. I think they're menacing. I think also that sequence where um, Rose the Hat goes into uh, Abra's mind is dope. I really liked it where she gets yeah. her hand trapped. Like that is that is like grotty as well. When like yeah, the skin's yeah. like oh that yeah. really I felt like sick yeah. watching that. And that's See, like I love genius that. directing See, that. I I I love that stuff. And which is a bit of a staple of Mike Flanagan media these days. Just yeah. getting your hand fucked up. <laughs> Because uh, he did Gerald's Game, which is like... Uh, do you know the premise of Gerald's Game? I've heard of the film, but I know nothing about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think that was... I don't know when that was, but um, that's another Stephen King book. And Oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the big reason why he got the, the gig for this film. And yeah, just the, the main character in that gets a hand absolutely fucking mangled. And right. I think it's happened in like all of his things since that's then. That's nice. That's like a nice little staple of the yeah. filmography. Um, and you know, I just, I, I appreciate this film for leaving The Shining as it is, not touching the meanings of it. It just elaborates on that small window into the world we got from that film. And because I think there's no way you can do a sequel without elaborating on the world. You can't go back to the Overlook and redo it again. But it, it, do- it does. It literally no, it does. does at the end. Yeah, they go back there, but for 
like okay, explain explain your thoughts on that then. How you think it because redoes the it, Shining at it, the end? It doesn't necessarily redo the Shining. You just lied but to it, me then, but bitch. It, no, no, but listen, it brings. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. This is sorry. this is. I knew this was gonna happen. I feel so bad for having no, this no, opinion on this fun. film. But um, it, it, it takes it and it, it the fucking plot of the film and what it's mm. built up kind of grinds to a real halt mm. to bring us back to the set mm-hmm. of The Shining and to have him have all the same interactions again. There's this big, like, 20... Maybe not... Tw- it felt like 20 minutes. It's maybe, mm. like, five. But first he goes down to the boiler room and he tinkers yeah. with that. And then he goes up and it's fucking silent whilst yeah. he's walking through the same set, talks to Lloyd, goes mm. through all the same stuff, and then it's... It's not re. It's not hitting the same like plot beats, mm-hmm. but and I don't mind it going back to the hotel. But I think it just doesn't. It doesn't earn it. See, to I me. I think it earns it. I think this is one of the film that earns its fan service through how much build up and how much investment I got throughout the rest of it. And like I know there are little bits like that. That opening and how you get red rum smashed into the thing, which I love that by the way. And did you know? <laughs> No, I missed it. Again. I pa- I made a face oh. and then paused and was like, "No, I'm going to leave him to have it." And then you did not gather. I'm so focused on wanting you to enjoy this <laughs> film that I- I'm not thinking about what red room means. <sighs> but I think I think the callbacks are, are earned because it still progresses the story. In in my opinion, like yeah, you do get the like showcase. Oh, look at these! But and I think the one case I think it goes too far is. Um, the great party, isn't it? Because that's already been referenced uh, earlier by Dan. That I think Dick. we have the opposite thoughts on this film because that <laughs> bit I didn't mind. That, but I was like, oh, that's funny. He's back. Um, yeah, and, and I think yeah, because to me, I mean, I, I know I'm repeating myself, but it gets me invested. It gets me to care about everything that's going on. Builds up this shit. Slow down for a little bit. Get time to breathe after that fucking car crash and that brutal death of Crow Daddy, and then. Fucking wow, which what I think is a kick-ass update on the Shining theme. Like, I really like it. <laughs> like, I think it works. Which, um, I don't know, before I, before I whip out any facts, just I can tell you want to reply to that. So. Well, so I, I was just going to say, I, was, I want to try and... We'll do the fun facts, but in terms of discussing this film and our thoughts on it, mm-hmm. I want to try and leave this as pretty much my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we will go for another three yeah, hours. Yeah. But I think... I'm going to be convincing you when we leave, by the way. Oh, we're, yeah. We're hanging out for a bit after this. This is the whole rest of be. the night. Yeah. Uh, it, the sh- thinking of them as completely different films. Mm-hmm. Imagining that they're completely different, separated yeah. from each other, no connective tissue. The Shining is like a gold standard example of what a film handling this kind of meaning and this mm-hmm. kind of uh, subtext and real true human emotion in an exaggerated setting should be. Mm-hmm. I think it's the gold standard. And I think I agree. Doctor Sleep is the opposite. I think mm-hmm. it's the worst possible example of trying to do that. And that's I, viewing them as different. Feel, I want to criticize the connective tissue between them as well, because mm-hmm. it's part of it. Yeah. But I think even looking at them completely separately, I still feel that. I still mm-hmm. feel like it doesn't, it has these good moments of character, but it, kills them and ruins its own meaning by turning it into this this overly ex- like, no i don't want to say over because the shining is very exaggerated if you're looking at it as like this real thing following these real conditions mm. but 
Doctor Sleep takes it and, and heightens it to fantasy. See, I, I and think... it doesn't work for me in the way that it does it. Because, again, that can be really great. Yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. film ideas that are that. Yeah. But heightening it that far and having... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I, The one thing I keep going back to that in one shot symbolizes my entire thoughts on why I don't like this film mm. is the way their eyes glow. <laughs> that is the thing that, like, symbolizes it in one so, shot. Yeah, I, maybe I should approach you for saying it's more of a... I mean, I don't know. I tried to say it's more of a modern. There's nothing movie. you could have yeah, said maybe. that would have changed my mind on this. But I guess with my my final thoughts, and as a reply to that, I think, I mean, you agree with me that there's a lot of good character moments, and I, I I'd say yeah. there are some. Okay, I think there's a lot. I'm so sorry, <laughs> I'm being so picky. I think I think the villains are, are menacing, and I think um, they're interesting in their nature and their performance, and how they are just all uh, knotted together literally and then we kind of see that fall apart and rebecca ferguson does a great job in showing that pain and honestly when you think about how yeah they're not like i said they're not out to be evil they're just surviving in their own way and um obviously we they're clearly villains because of what they do with with the baseball boy and 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 everything but which calling like, him baseball yeah, boy really <laughs> got a laugh out of me. Um, that was the one reaction you had yeah, when we yeah. watched it. I genuinely laughed out yeah. loud at just seeing the words baseball yeah. boy appear on the chalkboard. Which, the chalkboard I don't mind. as like yeah. a little kind of, yeah, yeah. I guess, gimmick. Yeah, but I, I think uh, I love them and I love, uh, I love the antagonists. I love the protagonists. I love all the side characters. I think it's directed brilliantly. I think it looks visually great. Let's I talk think, about Dick. I, I'm not done. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to say, let's talk about Dick. No, I'm sorry. Talk about Dick. I'm happy to talk about Dick in a minute. I love Dick. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it serves as a sequel because, in my opinion, the way it goes is kind of the opposite to The Shining. Like. The Shining Jack loses himself and through the themes of alcoholism and abuse, Dan, that's where he starts. And by the end, we've had a story of self-sacrifice and finding himself and fighting against the alcoholism and as opposed to his father turning down that drink that Lloyd offers him. That was good. And finally reuniting with his mother in an effort to save Abra and I think it's great I, I don't know how it plays out in the book because this is uh, Stephen King was in a lot of behind the scenes stuff I, I saw and I think because of the impossible task of adapting the book that's a sequel to the book that's very different to the film like he incorporates a lot of the original Shining book into this mm-hmm. and so in turn that's why Stephen King was quite in favour of this film like he liked it quite a lot because it fixed a lot of his problems with the Shining Kubrick movie. Is he an idiot? What, King? Yeah. Quite possibly, <laughs> to be fair. Because but... I think I saw a masterclass. It was either him or R.L. Stein. But there's this, like, you know, the, when celebrities will do masterclass, like, teaching mm-hmm. you how to, like, act yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he did one about writing books. Or maybe it was R.L. Stein. I don't mm-hmm. quite know. I th- who I think hate each other, don't they? I don't know. But he was like... Oh, everyone says writing books is is difficult. Coming up with ideas is difficult. Mm. It's fucking easy. <laughs> you just think of them. And I think actually now I think of it, it is R.L. Stein because I yeah. saw that clip and was like, yeah, you've written like five hundred Goosebumps book and like ninety percent of them are shit. It's just ah, oh, what if a boy was a pancake? Here's pancake boy. Here's baseball boy. He's back. Yeah, I mean. Every time you say R.L. Stein, I just think of Jack Black because of the Goosebumps movie. Oh, <laughs> genuinely. 
great film. I agree. I agree. And it's so mad that I yeah. don't like Doctor Sleep. But I'm <laughs> like, oh, Goosebumps, great film. What we'll do Goosebumps? It's a fun soon. kids film. It, it is. It is. But um, the second one looks shit. Never I didn't watch it. it, but it looked shit. Then uh, didn't he do like the house that ticks yeah. off, or the house that has clocks yeah. in the walls? That just looked like a Goosebumps film. Yeah, but um, fully. <laughs> yeah, my my final thoughts. I think it's great. Uh, you, you will not sway me with with your opinions, and but whilst I do understand some of them, and we agree on the shooting scene, I, I think it's expertly done, and I think I think it mirrors The Shining, which I think is is sm- a smart way to go about it, uh, as opposed to just like what happened next. It doesn't feel like that to me. It does feel like it mirrors it, which is fitting considering the usage of mirrors in both movies, and I think I think it's a great time. I think I just don't like to see someone winning. <laughs> I think that's why I don't like this. Um, so as a little nice little bow on the end of this little discussion, uh, I've just Googled it because I found my phone. Jacob Tremblay doesn't share the same oh, birthday okay. as me, so I don't know how I know him. Okay. <laughs> but do you want to hit... So that was my little fun fact. So, do you want to hit us with some of yours? So these are kind of coming off the top of my head. This is how much I love this film. I watch behind the scenes so much for this, but... They recreate. <laughs> Sorry, them. hang on. Just before you do this, I've got another <laughs> little fun fact. Uh, Jacob Tremblay, I was just going through his filmography, checking he's definitely not been in anything I've seen. And it's just come up, he is in Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie, <laughs> in 2016. <laughs> this we have to watch. I'm going to show you a photo from it here. This looks <laughs> insane. Fuck? I don't know yeah. what is going on here. I don't like the look of it, but it's I'm down Trump to it. Trump rapping, it yeah. looks like? Oh, uh, yeah. What is <laughs> happening here? <laughs> Go on. Um, but yeah, they, they obviously rebuilt a lot of the set of The Shining uh, and paid... Alfred Molina's in it. Oh, shit, we've got to watch that. Johnny Depp plays Donald Trump. <laughs> Patton Oswald, Ron Howard, Christopher Lloyd plays Dr. Emmett Brown. <laughs> This is, it had a budget of 250000 How the fuck have they managed to do this? <laughs> Damn. Okay, sorry. Go on. Stephen Merchant, Henry Winkler. Oh my, Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> what is happening here? What Jordan Black from Community, who plays the Dean of City College. Oh, this is oh, maybe the best movie ever made. <laughs> right, go for it. Okay, sorry. Okay. So obviously they they recreated the set, but they like painstakingly did it. Like they went through tooth and nail to fucking make the axe hole the exact same as it did in the original, and that's always something I love. Paying good good attention. That scene as well, because that is the first time we see Wendy right when it cuts to her with the axe coming through. Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't think so, because we see her with Danny like at home afterwards first, and then we get the flashback later in the movie. Right, I think it. Regardless, it was when we see the axe coming down. I did think for a split second, like, oh, they've just put a clip of the shining in. Oh yeah, because yeah. I, now you've said the the thing being the same shape and size mm. that lines up. But I also thought whoever's playing Wendy looks a hell of a lot like um Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah, she's incredible. I think she did. I think she, in particular, when I remember watching it in cinemas, when she yells Danny and running after him at the start, I was like, oh, she's nailed this. This mm. is quality. Um, but yeah, and then. Would be better if it was a good movie. <laughs> sorry um, for me, it was. So I'm so and for sorry. most other people, it seems to be. Eh, all um, right. 
the shots of them going up the mountain and, and everything all from the shining um, just cut and paste straight in there yeah okay uh, just re-edited over um and the blood elevator was recreated with CGI because it took, which I didn't get to sneak in last week because we ran out of time, but uh, was done, like, took possibly up to a year to film for The Shining. Really? Because of how much there was and how difficult it was to get the shot and clean it afterwards. Yeah. Um, but it worked because when, yeah. when it happened in The Shining, I think I turned to you and was like, that is an inspired piece of cinematography. Yeah, yeah. Um... So I already mentioned King's Blessing. He obviously hated the original Shining when it came out. He oh, hated I, the changes I thought you made. meant the king, as in like oh. a king. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously he um, made his own miniseries. That's like a retaliation to Kubrick's movie. But he he gave Flanagan the bre- blessing from the first time, uh, including all the changes with it. And uh, it is confirmed that Flanagan has stated himself that it's a sequel to the film The Shining as well as the novel, this film. So, Well, then, yeah, yeah and uh, it sucks. I disagree. I'm sorry. I keep on forgetting that this is... <sighs> <laughs> um... I'm just like uh, uh, John, John Nicholson, <laughs> Jack Nicholson... <laughs> Uh, in the first Shining, I have like an emotional, angry reaction to something, and I'll just fucking yell it. <laughs> uh, um, did you know yeah. Mike Flanagan painstakingly recreated the sets of the Overlook Hotel from blueprints acquired from Stanley Kubrick's estate? I didn't know that's where they got them, but yep, yeah. You <laughs> and McGregor admitted that he doesn't really like horror, so he never watched The Shining. Oh, until he started acting and felt he could no longer. I mean, I just got like shocked by that, and I'd not seen it until like two days ago. Well, yeah, I mean, I already mentioned like Rebecca Ferguson hates horror as well, um, and she had a terrible time filming that uh, scene of killing the baseball boy. Um, like she had to, I think most of the cast had to like step away and have a moment because his performance was so true to life and just traumatizing for them to have to do um yeah because of the eight-year time <laughs> jump as he is played by two different cats one young one old and neither good at staying still I, this like, I like the cat by the way i like that yeah sure cat, cat's got the shining in the He's novel <laughs> an infant abra predicts the september 11th 2001 terrorist attacks that should have been in the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and, it, and it's know, set. It in, have. No, I, no, I like the idea that it's still set in like 2013 or whatever. But she's like, one day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, our first, our first major differentiation, and, and, and the uh, end of a, a really good friendship. Yeah, probably. Uh right. How we? Oh yeah. What have few, you got next? Few loose ends to tie oh. up before that. Okay. Uh, we agreed on the first episode of this that the way we're going to rate films is by deciding whether or not they deserve oh, yeah, to be No Country I for Old this Men. Earlier, yeah. yeah. So the way we do this is we decide whether the film we've watched should have been No Country for Old Men at the 2008 Academy Awards. Mm. I think The Shining should have been No Country for Old Men at the 2008 Academy Awards uh, for Best Picture. What do you think about The Shining? Uh, still having not seen it, um, I agree The Shining? With you. And, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen either of them. Were you just asleep the whole time we were watching it last week? I just defended it on a whim. <laughs> from fa- fun facts I found online. Uh, but yeah, um, Doctor Sleep, what do you... Oh no, wait, wait, did The Shining... I never let you finish. Yeah, I, I think The Shining should have beat No Country for Old Men. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. Um, Doctor Sleep... <laughs> I'm genuinely on the edge of my seat. <laughs> 
uh, once again, a reminder, I've not seen No Country for Old Men. Um, but. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. No Country for Old Men's great. Is it a horror film? Kinda. I think Doctor Sleep should have won. You're a fucking idiot, and here's why, right? Okay, no. Um, no, for me, Doctor Sleep uh, doesn't deserve to exist as a film, let alone be nominated for it an It probably Academy. doesn't deserve to win an Oscar, I should say that. Yeah. Was it, was it nominated for any Oscars? No. Horror never is. Horror's fucking ignored, man. But I don't remember what else came out in 2019, actually. Uh, the I... Darkest Hour, I think. Hang on, no, hang on. I'm gonna look up horror because I think Daniel Day Lewis won Best Actor for Phantom Thread that year. I think, or mm. was that 20? I think I might be thinking of like 2017, 2018. Because I think Phantom Thread came out 2017. Uh, oh shit! Midsummer came out in 2019. Oh this right, was a big year for horror. The light, yeah, it shouldn't have won. Because <laughs> the lighthouse, lighthouse came out. Well, no, well. the only one that matters is No Country for Old Men. Yeah, of course. True. Which is, yeah, it, yeah better than this. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, next week. I think because this has oh, been one. I don't one, know this yet. Yeah, so. because this has been one that we've disagreed on. Mm-hmm. A film that you love and I really disliked yeah. and hated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick a film that's very near and dear to me and I absolutely yeah. love okay. and is what I think to be a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But I'm fairly confident in saying that you will genuinely really dislike it. Okay. The Beatles, 1967, maybe, film. Okay. Yeah, no, maybe 1960. It doesn't matter. The Beatles film, Yellow Submarine, an animated okay. children's film uh, featuring the music of the Beatles. Oh. That I say is for children, but it's mostly just for adults on LSD. Okay, okay. I really like it. It's okay. a real trip. I'm excited to watch it with you, and I'm excited to hear what you say about it, because mm. I don't think you can really think of it as a movie. Okay, okay. See... I feel like I, don't know, I feel like The Shining was one of those movies that was very close to me, and like I was really hoping you'd like it because I'd actually probably be upset if yeah. you didn't. Doctor Sleep, I fucking adore. I think it's great, but I can live with you not liking it. Yeah, you know. Um, I think I'm so, really interested to hear how next week's episode goes yeah, yeah. because. It's it's a strong chance. It's ninety minutes of me okay. talking about how much I love the Beatles and all <laughs> yeah, different yeah. Beatles facts. Yeah, because uh, for listeners, we won't have talked about this yet. I'm a I'm a big Beatles fan. Mm. I saw a Beatles tribute band back in December. Great stuff. Good time. Yeah, pretty 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 solid band. You know? I thought you were going to do a Larry David <laughs> reference there and go pretty 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 good. <laughs> oh, we should watch a few episodes of Curb for this. There's one with Martin Scorsese in it. Oh shit! I've never watched any of it. So, oh, okay, yeah. we'll get around to that at some point. Yeah, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on our yeah, real funny. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been an interesting As always, one, of course. Uh, we will see you next week to talk about some a, a masterpiece of cinema. <laughs> uh, seen a bit. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. We'll see you at, at the, the movies. movies. <laughs>